0: Welcome to My Lines, brought to you by Colin Boynton. Welcome to the latest episode of my poetry podcasts, a place to share my world of words. I write about things I've seen or heard or done, so my inspiration to write My Lines can happen anytime and anywhere. This week I've chosen to make a special episode This is a short story that was created by piecing together two poems I'd written, which I felt belonged together. I then wrote some middle sections to make the story more complete and created my book called When an Angel Calls. I hope you enjoy. When an angel calls your name, there's nothing you can do, but give yourself up gracefully, be silent and be true. You know you cannot fight them, you cannot hide away, They'll come and get you any time, any night or day. Part 1. Beginnings Together they lived peacefully, year by year by year. They had their quarrels, had their fights, but still their love held dear. Enjoyed each other's company, made the best of life, doing things together, a husband and a wife. They'd met up many years ago, just after starting school, Spent many happy days together, breaking every rule. They wished to be together, didn't want to part. Decided to get married from the very start. Courting days were happy and courting days were fun. Spent huddled under raindrops or sat out in the sun. They'd wander in the country or wander on the beach. He gave her all she wanted with nothing out of reach. He promised moon, he promised stars, and love forevermore. They'd be together two as one, while sitting on the shore. Watching stars up in the sky, the waves upon the sand, raindrops gently falling down, sitting hand in hand. With picnics in the country, a stroll down country lanes, who could wish for any more as the moonlight wanes? Starting out together, the future looking bright, The hardships and the heartaches were hidden out of sight. It didn't seem to matter what life might have in store. They'd always have each other. Who could wish for more? Yet people tried to part them, told them it was wrong. They shouldn't stay together. No way did they belong. She was very gentle, sheltered as a child. He was very rugged, often running wild. She would sit home reading or learning how to bake... He would be out playing sports or swimming in the lake. She was very quiet, always went to church. He was loud and noisy, always on the search. For just one more adventure, one more thing to do. She was quite content to watch. Their love just grew and grew. Something seemed to draw them, brought them ever close. They'd fell in love at first sight, that's how the story goes. And every day they walked to school together hands held tight, sharing all the jokes and laughs, returning home at night. Nothing ever changed them, each day stayed the same, through the rain or sunshine, this wasn't just a game. They knew from the beginning there'd be no other love, true to one another, blessed from up above. Eyes for one another, each minute spent apart, only made love stronger, deep within the heart. Two children who were so in love, who thought that it could last. Their parents always thought their love could not hold fast. Too young for them to fall in love, too young is what they said. Too young to be together, too young for them to wed. They told them they should wait a while, or they might just regret. A choice made while they both were young, they told them to forget. No matter what their friends all said, or how their parents tried, they'd made their minds up long ago, their love they could not hide. To people who were so in love could not be torn apart, for if it ever happened would break each other's heart. Part 2 A Start and End The early days of marriage were spent in joyful fun, doing things together, a new life just begun. Planning for the future, deciding what to do, where to spend their life as one, So many things now new. Should they start a family or should they simply wait? Buy a house together before it was too late? Did they want to travel and go around the world? Taking opportunities, being brave and bold. It didn't take them very long to settle on their choice. With good intentions starting out, they had two little boys. Two tiny little babies, bundles made of joy, sleepless nights with worry. "'They looked just like a toy. "'One seemed bright and very strong, the other quiet and small. "'One was eating all the time, the other not at all. "'And then one Monday morning, early in the day, "'she felt that something wasn't right. "'She knew it straight away. "'Running to the bedroom to find them lying there, "'one was sleeping peacefully without a simple care. "'The other didn't move at all. "'His eyes were closed quite tight.' her tiny little baby boy had passed away that night. She held him gently in her arms, the tears began to fall, trying hard to understand the meaning of it all. Why should one so young as this be taken from her care, and all alone inside the house, her husband wasn't there? He'd gone to work that morning, cheerfully he'd gone, unaware of what would come before the day was done. The call came through that morning, he had to get back home. He heard his wife was crying while he was on the phone. No clues to what had happened, what was going on. He made his way back quickly, in the morning sun. His wife was waiting for him, she held him very tight, as she broke the news to him about their loss that night. They shed their tears together and shared the grief as one, gaining strength together, although it felt quite wrong. They knew they had to say goodbye and had to let him go on the day they buried him in the winter snow. Although the day was freezing, they never felt the cold, just a numbness in their hearts and one of feeling old. Their tears were born in sorrow, their heartache born in grief. They knew they never would forget or ever get relief. They held their other little boy to keep him safe and warm and wandered slowly from the grave, serene and very calm. People vanished slowly, soon they were alone. The two of them and one small boy, the other boy now gone. Gone but not forgotten, he'd stay a memory with them through their lifetime to keep them company. Part 3. Family Life Their little boy was four years old, their world was in a whirl. The news that they were given was, ''It's a little girl!'' All that they had hoped for, a dream had now come true. A complete little family, now dressed in pink and blue. Those tears of those few years ago, the sorrow they had had, this little girl soon took away those feelings that were sad. They went for picnics in the park, they always fed the ducks. They took along some balls and games and sometimes picture books. Life was now quite happy and life for them complete. The four of them a family, strolling down the street. Sometimes they went down to the beach, to play down by the sea. Other days were spent in town, happy and carefree. The days of school upon them left the house quite still, until each evening they'd return, running up the hill. Laughter ringing from them, loud and very clear, getting so much louder when they were very near. The joy within that family was very clear to see. Two very happy children running home for tea. Games were played together, stories told at bed. Pain was healed with kisses and soft words that were said. Mealtimes spent together with lots to talk about. What they'd done at school that day or what they'd seen when out. On sunny summer evenings they'd go out for a walk, picking lots of flowers, laugh and sing and talk and when the winter winds were cold when they did blow, they'd wait with anxious faces, ready for the snow. Making snowmen in the field, or sliding on the ice, getting cold and very wet, it still was very nice. Nothing seemed to matter, they'd just had lots of fun, when the snow had fallen, and in the winter sun. Arriving home together, this family of four would leave their coats and wellies beside the old back door, then run inside to warm up, Standing by the fire, and one by one they'd have a bath, and then they would retire. And when they lay down quietly, with bedtime stories read, the children, very sleepy, were tucked up tight in bed. Two very happy children were very soon asleep, tired from the day's events, with memories to keep. Back downstairs, content and quiet, two people felt at ease. After all the daytime noise, they had a little peace. Sipping on a cup of tea, down by the fireside, chatting with each other, until they too retired. Part 4. Moving Out, Moving On The years passed by so quickly, the children soon left home. Once they both had finished school, they left them all alone. They started families of their own, and soon moved far away. One went to Australia, and one went New York way. It gave them chance to travel, see far off distant lands to visit both the families, explore exotic sands. Returning home to England was still a treasured thing, returning to their home life and all that it could bring. The years passed by quite quickly, but both remained content. They liked the life routine they had and how their time was spent. Summers in the garden, winters warm inside, reminding them of years ago when they were groom and bride. They now did things they wanted, the two of them alone. No need to think of others, with the family gone. Life became more simple, work soon passed them by, and after years of toiling hard, came time to say goodbye. No tears of sorrow was there, a new life could now start. A time to be together, instead of being apart. They settled down so very fast, to their newfound life, they started doing many things as husband and his wife. Days out in the country, walking down a lane, sitting by the seaside, things they did again. Life was very pleasant and happy for them too, and life was very busy with lots of things to do. Romance blossomed once again, their love was ever strong. The two were never parted, could anything go wrong. They both seemed very happy, ill health kept away, so they lived their lives full up day by day by day. All the things they never did, and always wanted to, were things they now were doing, and time so quickly flew. And as the years soon quickly passed, their age began to show. They couldn't do the same things now, they had to go more slow. But still they loved each other, as anyone could see. Then one day, when out with friends, he dropped down on one knee. We did it years ago, my dear, let's do it one more time. Will you marry me, my love? "'Will you just be mine?' Fifty years together, their vows renewed with love, "'a marriage made in heaven and blessed from up above.' Part 5. Looking Back They married in the early spring, the sun was shining bright, "'showing off her beauty, all dressed up in white. "'They'd made a life together, building up a home, "'working hard through every day, the weekends spent alone.' They often went out walking with days spent by the sea, enjoying time together, and soon they became three. They'd shared the joy and laughter and wiped away the tears as their children grew up through the happy years. Through school days with their worries, the children then left home, leaving just the two of them once again alone. They'd soon picked up the pieces of how things used to be, now sitting in the countryside or sitting by the sea, They'd been away at weekends and visited old friends, went on foreign holidays to far off distant lands. Those things they'd never tried to do with a family, now they made up for those times, happy to be free. Here there was two people, so happy as a pair, spending time together and everything they'd share. The tears and all the laughter, the heartache and the pain, times so filled with sunshine and stormy days with rain. It didn't seem to matter what life would throw their way. They always had each other, there both night and day. And then one day she noticed something not quite right. The man that she called husband had been awake all night. The pain had come on slowly. They knew that it was wrong. The doctor's diagnosis said his days were almost done. They shed a gentle tear or two and held each other tight. She promised she would be with him. "'through each day and night. "'The days passed very quickly. "'Time was running out. "'Each day he said, "'I love you. "'Of that I have no doubt. "'Each night she kissed her husband "'and said a little prayer, "'not knowing if the morning "'would find him lying there. "'That night he kissed her gently "'and held her hand so tight. "'The tears rolled gently down her cheeks. "'She never left his sight. "'As the clock chimed midnight, "'he turned his head and smiled.' He said, I love you, sweetheart, his voice just like a child. He gently lay back on the bed and closed his eyes again. The last breath left his body no longer filled with pain. Part 6. Forget and be free. She wandered through the countryside, alone yet unafraid, no knowing where she's going or the choices she has made. Alone she wandered by the trees then sat amongst the flowers, watching clouds drift slowly by, counting out the hours. It now seemed quite impossible to think of what she'd done. The memory might haunt her, her life spent on the run. In her mind she wandered through meadows bright and gay, not knowing where she's going, but going every day. The freedom that she felt there, out among the flowers, nothing there could harm her, she wandered there for hours. It now felt quite impossible she'd done what she had done. Would anybody find out? Would anybody come? Through the fields she wandered, happy to be free, Then hiding in the long grass so no one else could see. It seemed like many years now since she'd had the chance to wander in a meadow, to walk, to skip, to dance. It still seemed quite impossible to think what she had done and no one tried to stop her, she just kept moving on. Each minute that she wandered, and every step she took, she left behind the life she knew without a second look. She never gave a second thought, just glad that she was free, to wander in the countryside, alive and quite carefree. It now seemed quite impossible at all that she had done, that no one even missed her, had noticed she had gone. Although she had a family, and still had many friends, most of them just visited, on the odd weekends and no one noticed that she'd gone they never saw her go she wandered out at night time her step was soft and slow it should have been impossible to do what she had done but there she was that morning sitting in the sun she didn't have the memories she didn't have a care the illness that she suffered left her unaware of any kind of danger and how things just might be The illness robbed her of her life, she really did not see. It really seems impossible she'd done what she had done, looking back on everything, now the time had come. That evening as she lay down, a pillow made of grass, she looked up in the night sky and watched the evening stars. The cold crept slowly on her, she never felt it come. She closed her eyes to fall asleep, but now her life was done. It really felt impossible she'd done what she had done and when they found her lying there they found her life had gone. Lying in the morning mist, a smile still on her face who knew what she'd been smiling at lying in that place. Did anybody worry or anybody care? Did that lonely lady die with no one there? When an angel calls your name there's nothing you can do and sometimes when they call a name, there's someone else there too. I hope you've enjoyed this week's choice. All my books are available either from myself or direct from my publishers. For more details, see my website www.colinscorner.co.uk Thank you for joining me today and I hope you will join me once again next week for another episode of My Lines.